Something we would like to address up front with this week's episode is a trigger warning for suicide. Please use discretion when listening to this week's episode if discussion of suicide is particularly triggering for you. If you're struggling with suicidal thoughts, you can always call the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They are a 24-7 free confidential line that is there to help you. This is Hashtag History, episode 56. I'm Ro. And I'm Lee. <laughs> and if our nicknames make no sense to you, you need to listen to last week's episode. Do it. <laughs> because we are coming at you with part two of our coverage of the Heaven's Gate cult. Mm. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, we highly, highly recommend that you do so because you're going to get a little lost if you don't have all the background and context. But for anyone that refuses to go back and listen to part one, or even just for anyone that did listen, but is much like myself and can't even remember what they ate last night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, would you provide a brief download of what we learned last week? Mm. Okay. There was a man with creepy eyes. Uh-huh. He was a devout Christian, but then he also had some like homosexual tendencies, met a woman who was very into astrology and UFOs and that type of thing. Yes. What was her name? Uh, Bonnie Nettles. Nettles. And they came together and realized that they were soulmates yes. and formed a belief system and started what we would refer to as a cult. Yes. They gathered a lot of followers, um, Anyways, this was in the like late 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. and into the 90s a little bit. Nettles dies. Creepy stare guy was distraught and disturbed. And that's kind of where we left off, that's right? That's exactly where we left okay. off. And while you have the mic, Leah, why don't you just take it away with our cocktail? Oh, I will. <gasps> okay. I'm Rachel. And I'm Leah. And this is Hashtag History the podcast for both history nerds and history haters alike, where we dive into history's greatest stories of controversy, conspiracy, and corruption. So as usual, I tried finding a cocktail that related to our story in one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a, sh- a stretch. This one, less so. I'm sorry, we've had two cocktails already. Mm-hmm. This is numero three of the night. <laughs> day, I shouldn't say night. It's not night yet. Of the day. Of, of the, the afternoon. Day. Of the afternoon. <laughs> According to my extensive research on Wikipedia, okay, <laughs> so it wasn't that extensive. <laughs> But regardless, to kill themselves, members of Heaven's Gate cult took heavy barbiturates mixed with applesauce and washed it down with vodka. I'm sure we will go over this all in detail later. We will. Um, and I'm so so twisted because I decided to make a cocktail that kind of played off of this. Don't judge me. I, I, I'm not judging you. I love it so much. Okay. This is called the Hail Bop Comet Cocktail. Which I kind of created. It's basically just a blueberry bourbon smash. Love it. It contains vodka, apple cider, blueberry liqueur, and lemon juice. Oh my god. I, I can't wait for this one. This sounds so good. All I have to say is please forgive us and <laughs> cheers. Hmm. 
trying to dissect what all this the tastes are, right? The lemon juice, I just didn't know how much to put, so I just squirted some in there. I'm trying to figure out what the overpowering taste is. Is it the blueberry or is it the apple? I think it's the blueberry. Mm-hmm. I think blueberry liqueur is kind of intense. I think I'm going to put this at, for rating, I'm going to put this at like a seven, just because it's, it's not my fave. Yeah. But I would totally, you know what this tastes like is something um, in the before times that you would drink it like a baby shower or a mm. bridal shower mm. or, you know, just like a big juice, a big batch of like punch. You know what this reminds me of? Mm. Mead. Uh, Mead was our second episode. We're on episode 56. I don't so remember don't what it tasted <laughs> We've like. had 56 recorded cocktails yeah that doesn't count our non-recorded cocktails <laughs> which we've shared quite a few of. you're right i uh, don't remember what mead tasted like but i did remember liking it yeah i think it's because my roommate at the time made mm-hmm. blueberry mead mm. and i think that's what i'm getting here it's good it's good it's seven. a seven is fair yeah i like it i don't taste alcohol no, definitely don't taste alcohol at all. And that's true of vodka generally. Right. It it it, it blends well. It is what you make of it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> like you shared in your recap, Leah, we ended last week's episode with the death of Bonnie Nettles, also known as Peep or T, and how her death would change everything. Co-founder of Heaven's Gate, Marshall Applewhite, or Doe, was thrust into the official leadership role, and let's just say it's a mess. He sounds like a mess. It's a mess. To begin with. Yes. For one, Applewhite had to completely restructure the doctrine and philosophy of the Heaven's Gate belief system as a result of Nettle's death. The theory up to this point was that we would all one day be swept up by a UFO to attain the next level. This isn't what happened with Nettles, though. And so Applewhite explained it away by saying the only way to attain the next level now was to physically earthly die, at which point the soul would evolve into an alien and progress to the next level. But the body, the vehicle, would remain here on Earth. Tell me why my first visual is from Xenon Z3. (laughs) I'm very familiar. When it's like the rainbow alien. Yes. Yes. That's what I picture. I love that that was your first memory. Xenon. Z3. So, so good. Zoom, zoom, zoom. (laughs) Every time we do a Zoom call, and I'm talking five times a day because I have Zoom calls all day, day, every day. Every day. I literally sing to myself, zoom, zoom, zoom. (laughs) Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova girl. I wish you had waited till I not had liquid in my mouth. <laughs> That's so good. That's a great visual. That's what I sorry. I just had to share. I thought you would appreciate it. I appreciate it. All the nineties, early two thousands teens do. Yeah. This is really important, this change in doctrine, because it begins to lay the seeds for the horrific mass suicide we will see later. He also changed the doctrine to say that Nettles was the father God and that he, Doe, was indeed Jesus on Earth. I'm a little (laughs) uncomfortable with that. Yes. (sighs) Like I mentioned in last week's episode, Applewhite, or Doe, as I will now call him for most of this episode, really struggled mentally following the death of his partner and soulmate. He fell into a deep depression and became increasingly paranoid, convinced that any new members were merely infiltrators. 
To show their true loyalty to him, Doe asked each of the members, if you had $100 to spend on yourself, what would you buy? What would you buy, Leah, with $100 to spend just on yourself? Right now. Right now. In this moment. Yeah. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Food. <laughs> a lot of Taco Bell and or Jack in the Box. <laughs> and that's because we are on cocktail number three. And fast food, greasy food is what sounds best. Yeah. Okay, well, that that uh, answer of Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, what's the wrong answer? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. What, According. I, I mean, I donate it to a... A good cause. <laughs> dough to dough. <laughs> and, I mean, to, to law. I, who is it? I don't know. Dough. According to Doe, the correct answer was a gold wedding band. Doe gathered all his members together and performed a mass marriage ceremony in which he married each one of the members as a sign of loyalty and commitment. He married each one of them to himself. To himself. Yes. Doe's next crazy move was to call together a meeting in which he proposed castration for all male members. Oh, this part. Yes. You'll recall in last week's episode that we talked about the efforts of the group to make themselves genderless. Obviously, removing male genitalia is one huge way to do that. But there was a secondary reason for the surgical procedure. Doe had always struggled with his sexuality. We discussed in last week's episode that he was homosexual, possibly bisexual. But having grown up in a very religious household was condemned for this. He admitted to his followers that he had a, quote, nocturnal emission and was therefore looking into getting castrated and told the others in the group that they should consider the same for themselves. After locating a doctor in Mexico who would perform the procedures, a total of eight cult members, including Doe, were eventually castrated. Following Nettle's death, the Heaven's Gate group, also now going by the name of Total Overcomers Anonymous, laid pretty low. But as the early 1990s rolled on, Doe started telling his people that getting the message and doctrine of their group out to the masses was critical. So critical, in fact, that in 1993, the group paid $30,000 to publish an entire page ad in USA Today. Are we going to get to see it? We're going to get to see it. So the image that I have of it is really small and it's really hard to make out. But at a minimum, I feel like you can at least read the title of it, Leah. UFO cult resurfaces with a final offer. Yes. And then I can't read the rest. Yeah. It's not very easy to see exactly uh, what was posted there in the USA Today. But if you really do want to read the full text, you can find it all on the official Heaven's Gate website, which is still operational today. I did go to that website and pull the following text from the ad. And I should say it is in Comic Sans, in case you were wondering. (laughs) It is all in Comic Sans. Uh, so this this ad that they posted in the USA Today, it reads in part, the Earth's present civilization is about to be recycled, spaded under. Its inhabitants are refusing to evolve. The weeds have taken over the garden and disturbed its usefulness beyond repair. The human kingdom was created as a stepping stone between the animal kingdom and the true kingdom of God, the evolutionary kingdom level above human. It is the soul that progresses from one kingdom level to another. Each kingdom level has its own unique physical containers, bodies, for the souls that reside in that kingdom level. Did you follow? Not really. My biggest (laughs) thing is like, I guess I am... I am a... 
result of growing up believing in science and mm-hmm. doing the scientific method. Yeah. Where I have a crazy hypothesis. Sure. Here's this hypothesis that is literally outlined in what you just quoted to yeah. me. Let me challenge it. Yeah. And prove that it is real. With the scientific method. With the scientific method. And I feel like this wouldn't this wouldn't hold. <laughs> I would agree with you. Okay. But I know that's not the type of people we're, we're dealing with here. That is correct, okay. unfortunately. Now, there, there is much, much more to this ad, but you get the gist. Following this ad, 20 members of the cult rejoined. They didn't really get new members, though, because by this point, people simply weren't convinced. They had heard Heaven's Gate speak a decade before. They had heard them preach of UFOs, swooping down to take us off to the next level. And this never happened. Doe began posting some of his thoughts and theories online, and people immediately told him he was crazy. The world at large wasn't having it anymore. The immediate negative response Heaven's Gate received on what I guess I will call their final resurgence of attempting to gain new members has also been theorized as a reason behind why Doe began contemplating suicide. Hi, I'm Natalie. And I'm Cass. And we're the hosts of Shared History. A comedic history podcast exploring the stories of the often overlooked or underrepresented. The people and events your history books may have glossed over, whitewashed, manwashed, or left out completely. From the Mayan creation myth to the deaf president now movement of the 1980s. From ancient scientist Avicenna to first female principal chief of the Cherokee Nation, Wilma Mankiller. If you saw it in a footnote once. Or have never heard of it. We are here to share it with you. Join us in a rotating guest list featuring scholars, writers, teachers, entertainers, entrepreneurs, subject matter experts, and more. Tune in to Shared History on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, you know the drill. And follow us at SharedPod on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, share you later. We also know around this time that Doe felt that his body was deteriorating. He was only in his early 60s, but he was feeling aged. He was feeling ill. Some even say that he feared he might have cancer, just like Nettles had had. In addition to that, something going on in the news had caught Doe's interest. In July of 1995, the Hale-Bopp comet was discovered. Named after Alan Hale and Thomas Bopp, the two astronomers that separately spotted the comet first, the Hale-Bopp comet would become one of the brightest comets ever seen when it passed by the Earth in 1997. I actually have a picture of it here from 1997 when it did pass. It's a bright comet. It's a light in the night sky with lots of stars in the foreground and... I don't know what else to tell you. It's bright. <laughs> it's it's a bright comet. Yep. Why does this matter other than because we know the meaning now behind this delicious cocktail we are drinking? Mm. Because upon learning of the Hale-Bopp comet, Doe became convinced that the comet was a sign of a spaceship coming to take him and his members on to the next level. In fact, even further than that, Doe was convinced that Nettles was on the spaceship that was riding along the comet and that she was personally coming back to transport them all to the next level. Uh (sighs) It was determined scientifically that this comet would pass by the Earth in 1997, so Doe made it his mission to make sure he and his people were prepared for that when it occurred. How old were you? In 1997... I was five years old. Mm -hmm. In 1996, the members of the Heaven's Gate cult moved into a literal mansion 
in Rancho Santa Fe, California. San, uh, what's the song? Santa Fe. In Santa Fe from New Newsies. Newsies. Yeah. And as 1997 crept on, as the comet grew closer and closer to passing Earth, Doe began preparing his followers for what he called the final exit. It's the final exit. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> in March of 1997, several of the members, including Doe, created videos in which they said their final farewells to Earth. You can locate these videos online, but we aren't going to play them here because they are particularly triggering. Were you hoping we were going I to? I was kind of hoping. They make me feel uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable and triggered. Okay. The Heaven's Gate members state that they are happy to be leaving Earth, that they hate Earth, and that they feel grateful to Doe and T for taking them along on this journey and leading them on to the next level. It's really, really gut-wrenching. On March 21st, 1997, the whole group went to a local restaurant where they all ordered the exact same thing. Each person ordered turkey pot pie, cheesecake with blueberries, and iced tea. It's weirdly specific, right? Yes. What would it be like to be the waiter serving a group of nearly three dozen people that all ordered the exact same thing? That was my first thought was, hmm, the waiter. Gotta be weird. Although, it'd be easy. You wouldn't have to write down that order. Yeah, 23 of these. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The very next day, the suicides began. And again, like we addressed early on in this episode, the following content is very triggering for suicide. So, Please continue at your own discretion or skip the next several minutes. In three different shifts, the members ingested phenobarbital and vodka mixed in applesauce or pudding and then placed bags over their heads. They conducted the suicides in shifts so that the second round of people could clean up after the first round of people and the third round of people could clean up after the second. Yes. It was surprising to me to learn that Doe chose to die in the second round of people rather than being the first or the last. These suicides occurred over the course of three days. On March 26, 1997, an initially anonymous tip came into the local police department in which a man requested that the police go investigate the Rancho Santa Fe property because he believed a religious group there had committed suicide. It would later be discovered that this anonymous tip came from a man named Rio D'Angelo, a former member of the cult that had only just left the group a month earlier. As would later be revealed, the active members of the cult had mailed off a handful of packages containing their farewell statements on VHS, and D'Angelo had been one of the recipients. When he received the package, he got a ride to the Rancho Santa Fe home, entered the premises, and recorded the dead bodies that he found with a video camera. Only after doing this did he call the authorities. When police arrived at the scene, they discovered the bodies of 39 people, 21 women and 18 men, ranging in age from 26 to 72. What's super eerie is that every single cult member was found lying on their backs with their hands at their sides. All were wearing Nike shoes, black pants, and black sweatshirts. The only body found separate from the others was that of Marshall Applewhite, who was found laying in the king-size bed in the master bedroom alone. Mm. Each sweatshirt that the members wore contained a patch on it. I have the a picture of the patch here for you to check out, Leah. 
So it's just like a Girl Scout patch. That's how I, I would describe it. It says Heaven's Gate Away Team. Mm-hmm. And it has stars on it and a sun. And it looks like a Girl Scout patch. What's super morbid is that these patches are now available for purchase on Etsy, eBay, Redbubble, literally wherever. Mm. Everybody, with the exception of the two members that had killed themselves last, have been covered with a purple sheet. I've uploaded one picture here of that. I don't want to super sensationalize the pictures of all these bodies, but we do have one picture just for you to view. Yeah, so they're very clearly wearing Nike shoes and have a blue sheet thrown over their Mm -hmm. upper body. Mm -hmm. And weirdest of all... Every single person was found to have a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. They believed this was the exact amount of money they would need to pay for transportation and to make a phone call in the next level. In 2020, that would not pay your way to the afterlife. (laughs) I was saying 2020, $5.75 would pay for. Maybe your meal on your um, trip to the afterlife. A Starbucks a drink yeah that's true yeah that would get you a vanilla venti latte on your way to the afterlife (laughs) yes (laughs) this marked the largest mass suicide on u.s soil and the largest group suicide of u.s citizens since the jonestown massacre in guyana in 1978 Hmm. the families of the victims and the united states at large was devastated by the deaths In a very weird twist, one of the members that took their life was Thomas Nichols, who had a very strange connection to outer space, sci-fi type stuff. He had a very famous sister. I'm going to show you the picture here, Leah, and you tell me if you recognize who his sister was. She's a Star Trek, a a Star Trek actress. She, um... Yes. uh, His sister was Nichelle Nichols, who played Neota Uhura in the 1960s Star Trek series. Which is uh, reprised by Zoe Saldana. This tragic incident is a difficult one to decipher. When we covered the Jonestown Massacre a couple of seasons ago, that one is so obvious that Jim Jones was responsible for the deaths of all those innocent people. But in the case of the Heaven's Gate members, many historians and psychologists have rejected the theory that these people were brainwashed. Rather, it is believed that they really, truly believed in this mission with their whole hearts. They believed they were doing the right thing by taking their lives because they simply did not know how to live without Marshall Applewhite. Mm. They were solely dependent upon him. Isn't that brainwashing (sighs) to thinking that your whole soul and revolves around revolves around a person the majority of those that died alongside him had been with him for over two decades so if it is brainwashing it's brainwashing at a level that has been consistent for years upon years upon years breaking marshall applewhite down as an individual is really complex too we know that he struggled mentally there is evidence that perhaps he was schizophrenic and we know that he suffered from severe paranoia We know that some of his thought processes were not sound nor thorough, but there are also questions about if he knew what they were doing was wrong. It has been speculated that Applewhite knew that a spaceship was not coming on the Hale-Bopp comet, and so he convinced his followers that suicide was the only way to get to the next level simply because he didn't want them to know that he had lied to them yet again when the comet came and went and they hadn't been swept up by UFO. And my first thought was, Mm -hmm. okay, he's depressed from his soulmate's Mm -hmm. death, and I, so I want to die. I want to commit suicide. I don't want to be alive in this, in this way anymore. 
and I have all these people that surround me that trust me. So maybe I don't have to do that alone. And an autopsy was conducted of his body. uh, And it was determined that he did have like cardiovascular issues. So I think that he wasn't feeling well, Mm. legitimately so. And so I think he was ready to end his life. And yes, exactly. Like you said, he had all these people, 39 people that were devoutly following him, that if he were to make the decision that he was going to commit suicide, they chose to follow suit. Mm hmm. Regardless, it's tragic. It's also tragic that this cult continues to have members. Granted, there are not many left. If you recall from last week's episode, we talked about how current Heaven's Gate members continue to operate the very active Heaven's Gate website. Well, in just October of this year, 2020, journalist Marta Abramaytite wrote an article in which she says that she reached out to the website to speak to the content creator and through some brief interviews was told that the group currently has approximately four remaining members. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay. That's depressing, but thank you. (laughs) Thanks. I'm depressed now. (laughs) Let's go watch Titanic. Let's do it. And binge drink and Yes, yes, yes. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Hashtag History. We will share the pictures that we discussed on the episode to our Instagram and all sources used to put together this episode can be found on our website at hashtag history pod.com. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you use, share about us with your friends and family, and then give us a rate and review. Speaking of Instagram, be sure to check us out there at hashtag history underscore podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I'm going to scroll to where I think is the halfway-ish point, and I'm going to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm writing right now. I'm going to say, bitch, go put that shit in the oven. I can't spill anything. (laughs) Why are you feeling your drinks more than me? This is the exact opposite of always. I haven't, I don't drink. Maybe that's what it is. Anymore. I'll drink maybe once a week. Nope. I, I drink... I'm jealous. Uh, And I will say, I will say that there is one time where I was a DD and the people in the car literally ordered 50 tacos from um, from Jack in the Box. Yes. And they were like laughing when they ordered it. And and the person on the other end was like, I'm glad you think this is funny. I I love Mal. He creeps you out. He does not creep me out. He only, I only get nervous when he jumps up, which I know is normal. I just want to know if he's going to jump. That's all I'm asking. I guess I'll just be prepared if he's going to come. <laughs> yeah, okay. just be prepared for when okay. he Okay. And people immediately... Ooh. Had like a inner, inner burp. An inner burp. An inner burp. You don't have to explain to me. I understand I know. you. You're right. If I just pause. My soulmate, you know. What's <laughs> <laughs> it called? Is it called bot or bop? You say different I know. I see I that. I think it's bop because I remember thinking that sounds like a joke. Okay, hold on. I'm about to find okay, and replace it's all. It's Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bop. 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 Do Bop. Do it up, Bop.
Why does this matter? Mather. Mather. <laughs> All right. All right, Eminem. Spit your beats. <laughs> Shut I can't feel my face. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Cheese break. Mm-hmm. Sorry, future Leah. Very important. Future sober Leah, sorry. We're obsessed with Newsies when yeah. we were in high school. Like, to the point where we, we made each other's... We made each other posters of, like, our favorite Newsies character. I love this. Who had Christian Bale? Nobody. Oh. He's the least fave? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.